Welcome to the Wholehearted Business Show. I'm Laura Agar-Wilson and this is the podcast that's dedicated to helping you start and grow a coaching business you love the wholehearted way. My guess is you want a business where you can show up as your whole creative, multi-passionate self so you can get paid, create a meaningful impact and have more time and freedom in your life. Let's get started. Hi there, welcome to the Wholehearted Business Show. I'm Laura and this week on the show we're going to be talking all about how to onboard a coaching client. I'm going to take you through a step-by-step process of all the different steps that you might want to take in that onboarding process and the reason why this is really good to get a handle on and just get a sense of what this looks like for you in your business is that it can save you time, it can really give your clients a very like professional experience and it's just obviously really good for you to know, especially if you're a new coach and you want to take someone through this. Obviously, you're going to be wanting to take your clients through this process. So I thought it'd be really useful just to do an episode of the show and talk through what this looks like. So onboarding your clients is always going to start with that initial contact. So it's really knowing what that looks like in your business, basically that initial contact. So For some people, it might be that they email you directly or they might pop you a DM. But for a lot of the time, it's going to be that they look at the sales page for your coaching package and then it's the action that you invite them to take at the end of that page. So it might be that you have a form for them to fill in that sends them information to you. It might be that you have a book your discovery call now link. It can look like lots of different things and it's just about figuring out what feels good to you and what's going to help people take some action. In my business, I have a little form that gets a bit of information and then they get an automatic email back that invites them to set up a discovery call. And that just helps me get that little bit of information first and then they can have their, they can book in for that call using the link. Again, it's it can look like lots of different things. It's also worth looking at what this step is like if they don't directly contact you through the form on your sales page because I do get contacts through other means for my coaching packages and things like that and usually what I do is I just email them a link and say oh I'm really excited to learn more about you here's a link to book a free call and do it that way so just like that initial contact that's like the first step and then after that initial contact is the discovery call. Now there could be a step in between this. Now like I say I have a little form that serves as that initial contact. You might want to have a form before the discovery call so you need to figure out what that needs to look like. Like I say some coaches want to have a form that people fill in before the discovery call so you've got a bit of information going into that discovery call. So whatever works for you you might have that there and like I say I have have mine at the start like at the very start and that's part of the contact initially. That initial contact and then the booking of the discovery call and then the holding of the discovery call. Now I would tend to recommend that people have a bit of a structure for their discovery calls so that they know what they're doing in the calls and they're not just sat there and wondering what on earth they should do. So have a bit of a structure for that call. I don't necessarily think that we should be coaching in those calls. Ultimately the sales calls and they're there to to close the client and to make sure that they're a right fit for you and that you're a right fit for them. And that's really what the purpose of them. If you are wanting to do more coaching in those kind of calls, then I would definitely recommend you look at a prices power hour style strategy that's just something to bear in mind as well. So have a bit of a structure for your discovery call and think about how you want to run that and what you're going to say and how you're going to guide that through. Usually discovery calls are about half an hour. Some people do them much shorter. They might do like a sales call, it's 15 minutes, but it's up to you. I like half an hour. It gives me enough time to get to know people, to have a really good chat. And I have certain questions that I ask people in my discovery calls, but ultimately they are just a chat. And I talk obviously talk a bit about the services that I offer, what they look like, answer any questions and that kind of thing. So I have a bit of a structure for what your discovery call looks like as well. Obviously at some point in the discovery call, you're going to be asking them if they want to move ahead and book to work with you. Now, 
it's not going to happen in every call. Like sometimes it might be, oh, I want to go away and think about it. And that's absolutely fine. And you might follow up on email a few days later, or they might say, yes, I'm definitely interested in working with you. So like, it's, that's going to differ depending on like the different circumstances. But then after that, it's okay. So what happens once they've do want to work with you what's the next step and that for me is the contract or the program agreement so you're going to want to send that over to them and let them have a look at that and for me like for in terms of contracts like you might have a contract that you have been given through like your coaching school a lot of coaching schools provide contracts for their for their students to use my program agreement is a very much changed IIN one from like years ago and it's basically just about for me it's just very clearly explaining what people get, very clearly explaining the price, setting some boundaries around how I work and reminding them of what they need to bring to the table as well because it's their coaching package and I can't do everything as no coaches can. So it's like use, it's just a really useful document, I think. And sometimes we probably don't think about it enough. Well, I'm saying that about myself. I probably don't think about it enough, but it's a really useful document to have, obviously. And then once they've signed that, then you're going to want to look at payment. So the next stage is your payment. Now, for me and my business, if someone's paying in full, I will send them a invoice in Dubsado, and then the payment is processed through Stripe. If they're paying in installments, I will set up a payment link in Thrivecart so that their payments are paid automatically. Dubsado does do repeat payments, but I find that it's just better to just have all of the repeat payments like automatically taken out than having to send like it'll automatically generate an invoice every month but it's a bit of a faff for people to have to get their the card details out or whatever every single time it's a bit of a faff so I find it much easier just to do the automatic payments through Thrivecart for the payment side of things but you might use PayPal you can easily generate payment links through PayPal I use PayPal for years and years in my business and it's great it's just like the payment the fees are a bit high compared to Stripe but it's perfectly fine it works obviously you can give people your bank details for transfers as well there's lots of different ways you can post like process payments it's just about having to think of what's going to work for you and what's going to work for your clients and also give that accessibility as well so that's the payment side of things and then at this stage you might have an onboarding form so in my business I have an onboarding form at this stage where I will send people that form and just to get a bit more in-depth information about their business that we perhaps didn't have the time to talk about on the discovery call before our first session just to bring me like fully up to speed so I have an onboarding form and again that's an optional step and then it would be about booking that first call you might to be fair in my business I usually do that initial booking that initial call and the form like the onboarding form at the stage like the same time send them out at the same time for the sake of this like workflow that's how I would do it basically and then yeah and then you've got your book on the first call and then that's your workflow you might also have extra things in here sending out a client gift or sending out a little card or something like that's something I really need to work into my business and just get that set up I just need to be a bit more organized but just to run through what that actually looks like in terms of a workflow so you've got that initial contact and then you've got potentially like a form in there then you've got your discovery call and then you've got your contract slash program agreement then you've got your invoice payment then you've got your onboarding form again optional and then you have your booking in the first session and then potentially you've got like client gifts you've got maybe it's like a little welcome video I'm reminding myself of all the things that I really need to put in place in my own onboarding process all these little things that you might want to put into your workflow and I think with business and I think with onboarding, it's 
anything that you're going to repeat in your business like this, you're going to repeat this with every client. Any ways that you can streamline this, make it easier for you to deliver, give your clients a more professional, like lovely experience if onboarding with you is going to be helpful. Like I said before, I use Dubsado as my like customer management system and I really love it. It's not like necessarily geared up for coaches, but I find it works really well. That does a little bit of the heavy lifting and it basically just keeps everyone's information in one place, which I really like. And it manages all of the forms, the online booking, the invoicing, that kind of thing. It's just all managed in one place, which I really love. So Dubsado works well for me and there's lots of other systems that you could look at using. And some clients of mine, like they will have, they will use one bit for this bit and another bit for that bit. And sometimes when you're starting out, like that's easier until you get a feel for what it is that you're doing. So you might just use Calendly or, or Acuity for the online booking thing and something separate for the signing of the contracts. So there's lots of different ways that you can like tech stack stuff together. But I do like Dubsado because it brings everything into one like nice kind of streamlined system and then other things in terms of just elevating that whole onboarding process for your clients and making it an even more wonderful experience for them I like to embed all of my forms and things into a page on my website I think it just keeps everything branded and looking really sleek I just really like that in my business and having that like I said I'm at the point where I am really desperately needing to get some stuff in place where I send out like a little welcome card, a little welcome gift. I really want to get like videos in there somewhere. Like this is not as much for people who are probably with, with us one-to-one where we've had a discovery call, but I really do like little welcome videos. I've talked about this. There was an episode I did about how to use video in your coaching business that isn't just like social media things. And there's so many good tips in that. I'll share a link. And one of them was doing like onboarding videos for your clients which I just think is really lovely that people get that and yeah the gifts there's all sorts of different things that you could do really and I think it's a nice thing to think outside the box what's going to make that experience really special for your clients what's going to make that onboarding experience just like really lovely and to have a bit of a think about that and then the flip side of this which I'm not going to cover in this episode but the flip side is the offboarding process so I will put in my content plan to do an episode of the show on offboarding because actually there's a lot of things that we can do in the offboarding process that is going to be really helpful not only for our client and their experience of working with us but also for our businesses in terms of collecting really good testimonials in terms of repeat business in terms of referrals and word of mouth there's all sorts of things that we could do in that space as well so I will do a video on that at some point so as always guys I would love to know if you found this useful please leave me a dm on instagram i'm at wholeheartedly laura or share this episode if you think that it's been helpful if you want to and i feel like a youtuber when i say this hit like hit subscribe leave us a comment on youtube if you're watching on youtube and if you listen on the podcast please do leave a review it's also helpful if any of my stuff is helpful it's a free thing that you can do it takes two minutes it would be super super useful for me if you could leave a review that would be awesome and just any feedback that you have it would just be lovely to for you to share that would be awesome please do remember as well the blog post version of this is also available it is often the written version is a bit more coherent (laughs) i'll be honest than me talking about it so do check out the blog post version if you want something a bit more coherent and if you absorb information in a different way when it's written that's totally fine as well but i hope you guys are doing really well i'm very much looking forward to the coming season to autumn coming up can't wait i'm so excited i mention this in every show you're probably sick of me hearing about it but i'm really excited anyway Have a wonderful week and I'll see you next time, guys. Take care. Bye.